This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Good morning and hello, everyone. I hope the world is treating you well and you're having a great day. Coach Chris Cotton here from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching, where we work hard to support your auto repair shop's financial success. If you have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk shop, feel free to get with me at chris at autofixsos.com. So let's get started with it's okay to say no. Like me, where we're going to start out is not where we're going to finish, right? There, so often what I do, I start, in, I start towards B and end up at X. Originally, this was an issue that I had with a client shop that had trouble with one of their employees. The employee asked for time off, didn't have any time off left available. The owner told the employee no, and basically the employee threatened to quit everything else so they could get what they wanted. Most things go back to communication issues in the shop. And this was a big communication issue. So originally this issue, or excuse me, this episode started out about how it's okay to say no to employees. And so it morphed into what we're going to talk about today and just say that it's okay to say no. And I want you to remember that, that it's okay to say no, and you don't even have to have a reason. Okay. The other thing I want you to think about is if most shop owners, most people, most business people, most entrepreneurs are the creative type people, they will say yes to everybody and then find their creativity stifled at points because they've got so many things going on that they're not allowed to to be the one thing that they are as creative. So if you need more time to be creative, then I want you I want you to do two things for me. I want you to learn how to say no and I want you to learn how to delegate to others. Okay. But this one, we're talking about how it's okay to say no. Early in my career, I had a huge problem. I said yes to everything. Didn't matter what it was, didn't matter how busy I was. I'm a a people pleaser. So if I think it can make you happy by me taking a task on for you, then I would do that for you. What I eventually realized now, looking back on it, is sometimes I said yes to what amounted to other people's busy work. Like it was just, it wasn't that important, but we have to give Chris something to do, or this is some menial task. Chris will say yes to it, so let's give it to him. Obviously, I wasn't the only person in the world at that time who couldn't say no. It's something that most of the human race struggles with. After all, you don't want to offend those you care about, right? And hopefully you're working with people that you care about and you have people in your life that you care about. And you don't want others to consider you as a selfish or irresponsible person. So you just say yes to everything, right? In life, I just turned 49. I've rounded second base, hopefully, and I'm heading for home in life. Hopefully I can pass this on to you if you're in your 20s, your 30s, even your early 40s. Hopefully you can get here get here before, you know, you spend much more time on it. So eventually you learn how to put your foot down, right? You have to consider your own priorities. And in life, I was neglecting the priorities because I was continually putting ahead, um, putting others ahead of myself. And sometimes you find yourself putting 
others ahead of your family, ahead of your work. And when you do that, you say yes to everybody. As a consequence, you feel stressed because you're saying yes to the things that have no value or no importance in your life. And then you say no to family, friends, business, et cetera. Again, as a consequence, I felt stressed because I was always playing catch up. So this is not my saying. Uh, I heard it somewhere and now I don't know who to attribute it to. But one one thing to remember is if you're if you're not saying hell yes about something, then say no. If it's not something that stirs you internally, that gets you excited, something that you're not passionate about, then just don't do it. Okay. And so thankfully I learned that it's possible to say no to almost anyone without feeling guilty by by doing these following steps. Okay. And we're going to walk through them. So one thing you have to do is you have to establish your proper boundaries and policies and make sure you you do them early and you do it well and you're following through. So saying no comfortably and without guilt requires you to actually think about what you stand for as a person. Why are you saying no? And as you learn to eliminate unwanted obligations from your life, what are you making room for? Like I said no to this, but what am I saying yes to? In my practice, coaching others, talking to others, I spend a lot of time talking about making appointments with yourself. And this is an extremely important thing to do. One, you have to make the appointment. Then two, you have to keep it by not letting others sidetrack you. For example, did you decline to take on a new client because that would have meant sacrificing quality time with your family? If that's so, then in this case, your priority was to maintain a healthy work-life balance. Although the money would have been great, you could justify your decision because it wasn't as important as spending time with your loved ones. Okay, I want you to think about that for just a minute. The other ones just say no. You don't even have to have a reason. No matter how awkward it may feel, you need to be clear about your response. If you're being wishy-washy or beating around the bush, it's not fair to the other party either, let alone you. Those people deserve a timely response to make the appropriate plans and if you give an indirect response, then they may perceive your indirect response as a yes. And then before you know it, you're committed without you actually being committed. You just like fall down the rabbit hole of being committed. If, if you can't take on a project, attend an event, do something in your business, give people an honest and brief explanation if you've established boundaries and policies, it shouldn't be a problem, right? If we back up to our previous one with your spending time with the family, your simple response can be, sorry, I can't make your party Friday nights or for family game nights. And that's it. That's all you need to say. But also remember, you don't owe anyone an excuse unless you want to give one. Oh, sorry, I can't is just fine. So it's okay to say no and not explain yourself. The other path you can go down is you can offer an alternative. Just because you've declined an individual's request doesn't mean that you still can't help them out. If they've inquired about something, you could refer them to, you know, a colleague, another business. If they ha ask if you have availability for a new assignment, let them know you're booked this week, but are free after that. One of the things that I find and one of the things that I'm working with with one of my clients is we're so busy, we're not putting a routine, a routine on the schedule for today, we can't get to it. But my answer to that was, okay, let's start putting your routine on the schedule two weeks from now, three weeks from now, and then build into that. So if you need to let people know you're booked this week, but you're free after that, and that, that goes true for yourself, 
making time for yourself just as much as it does say, saying yes to other people. This is one of the, the better techniques. Um, you're still offering to help, but it's on your terms, right? So a benefit in offering other suggestions or support is that you don't feel guilty about saying no, it's a win-win. So you still said yes, you just didn't say yes right now. You said yes when it was a convenient to you on your terms. One of the other things we can do is just flat out be assertive, but remain courteous, okay? So what if you checked your calendar and realized that your book's solid for the next month? You can still be decisive while also being professional and polite. So your response could be something like this. Thanks for reaching out to me. I really appreciate it. Unfortunately, I I don't have any availability until next month. If you like, please email next month to check my availability. That can be helpful. But also, if you're a busy, busy person, then the next time is probably going to be busy as well. So I could also amend that statement and say, you know, two weeks before we need to even put it on the radar, let's talk about it and then go from there. Okay. The other thing is, is a lot of times when somebody asks us to do something, we feel pressure to respond immediately. Just like saying no without giving any additional, you cannot respond immediately. Take a deep breath and then figure out what to say. So you don't want to leave somebody hanging, right? But you don't have to respond to their request instantly. So let your friend or family member, whoever it is that's asking it, that you have to review your calendar and then you'll get back to them as soon as possible. So besides checking your availability, you need this time to see if the request gels with your boundaries and policies. Remember, we talked about family time earlier. If, if the request passes the, the work family balance test, then you're okay. So sometimes this check can only take a couple of minutes while other times you may need to sleep on. It, okay. Another one's know your value. Underestimating our value, in my opinion, is the main reason why we say yes too often. Again, I'm a people pleaser, so I thrive on the approval of others. If I turn them down, they might assume that I'm careless or don't know how to manage my time correctly. Obviously, I don't want that reputation, especially when you're, you know, you're starting out in business. On the other end of the spectrum, if you always say yes, then then people will take advantage of that. And as a result, people will frequently assign frequently ask you and assign you new responsibilities or ask for a minute of your time because they know you won't say no. So while you want to be reliable, you don't always have to put the needs of others ahead of your own. The the best course of action is always to know how much your time is worth and placing more value on your opinion than others. Another one is practice your response. It's just like role-playing with a service advisor, practicing phone calls. If this is a if this is a big sticking item for you and you have problems saying no, then yeah, practicing responses may sound a little bit out there, but as you know, practice makes perfect, right? Or, or perfect practice makes perfect. And this applies to how you'll deny an inquiry. When you have some downtime, practice your response by typing out an email or text. Definitely don't hit the send button or, or, or don't fill in the to whom at all. Also, Look yourself in the mirror and say no out loud. Again, this may be uncomfortable, but this is a simple and effective way to prepare yourself for saying no. So this one might cause a little bit of an issue, but the other ones just be more selfish. There's negative associations with the word selfish, but remind yourself that the problem often comes from manipulators and you don't have to have any of that BS, not at all. At the same time, being a little bit more selfish may be a good thing since it can help you reduce anxiety and stress. And this goes back to 
mental health, previous things, previous uh, episodes that we talked about. So think about it. If you skip the gym to go to happy hour with your friends, you help someone else on a project before completing your own work, or you skip a doctor's appointment to meet with a potential client, over time, your mental and physical health suffers. Okay? So make time for yourself. And that's what I'm talking about, being selfish. If there's one reason why you should start saying no more often, it's that you need to take care of yourself, right? If you're a wreck, then how can you possibly help anyone else out? Self-care is empowering and healthy, both mentally and physically. The next one is use the broken record technique. In my experience, most people will move on if you clearly explain why you can't help or meet with them. Unfortunately, some people can't accept being rejected. I don't get this type of rejection from others anymore. Usually if I say no, it's done and we move on. But I, I did get those who wouldn't take no for an answer for a long time. Following my initial decision to do better things for myself, the determination to rise up was present within me, right? So what they do is they try to break you down until you reconsider. reconsider. Until you master self-care, you will be of little use to others. And I told myself this fact over and over, do well for yourself now so that later you can do more for others. And I think this is why, you know, several reasons why, but hopefully this will be a good illustration. You know, when you fly on the airplane, they say, put your oxygen mask on before you help the next person, just to make sure that you're taken care of before you help the next person. If you ever find yourself in the situation where the same, where this person is like, again and again and again, ask you to do it, just repeat the same thing. Sorry, I can't. And that's that's good enough. No matter how many times they ask you, be polite and empathetic, but don't let them talk you into anything you don't want to have a part of. Their end game is to have you go from a no to a maybe to a yes, and they'll wear you out until you do it. So I want you to repeat that. I want you to look in the mirror and say, sorry, I can't. Sorry, I can't is a great response and the only one you need ever give, really. Like if you wanted to, Sorry, I can't should be enough and then go from there. Hey, everybody. Thanks for taking time out of your busy day to listen. If you haven't found us on Apple Podcasts and or Spotify, 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 and followed us for free, then why not? It is free after all. So if you're listening in on Apple, Spotify, or some other app, I would love it if you could leave a review as well. This has been Coach Chris Cotton from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching. If you find yourself struggling in your auto repair business or have a feeling like you don't know what you don't know, but you are eager to learn and grow your business, then please feel free to reach out to me. You can either give me an email, chris at autofixsos.com, or give me a call, 940-400-1008. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Remember, it's time to rise and grind. Get out there and get it done.